Maryland loses another close game to Illinois. You are Locked On Turks, your daily podcast on the Maryland Turks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, new potential hires can feel like high-stakes wagers for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. The Terps had a good effort against Illinois, and I'm not disappointed at the loss. The Terps lose 85 to 80 to a top team in the country, the number 14 team in the country. I think they're a little bit better than that. I think they'll probably go up the rankings maybe a tad. I feel like they've been sitting around 14 for a while now, the Illinois team has. But I'm not mad at the loss at all. I'm not mad at the Terps' effort. I'm not mad how they came out. Maryland moves to 14-12 and 12 overall, 6-9 and nine in the conference, and now we're 11th in the Big Ten. So we're definitely... We're definitely down deep at the bottom of the Big Ten and the bottom of the ocean, and there's not much we can do to swim our way out at this point in the season. At this point, it's just about getting guys experience, the freshmen, which I talked about, the freshmen starting to play well, and really closing out the career of some of our seniors at a high level and just going into next year and seeing what happens overall. There's not much else you can do. I mean, you can try and compete in the Big Ten tournament, but is that realistic? Probably not, but we are at the bottom of the conference. But I do want to talk about this game, and I really wasn't mad at the performance that Maryland had. I thought we had a really good effort. I thought we came off strong. I thought we went hard. I thought we were ready to play. Often, this Maryland team, you could probably say, they weren't ready to play today or whatever. But I think this Maryland team seemed pretty ready to play. It seemed like we were up for the game at home against Illinois, against the 14th-ranked Illinois Cornhuskers. I thought I thought we did a pretty good job of playing them. I thought that we put in the right effort. I thought we did things right. I thought Kevin Willard had a decent a decent game plan, and they kind of showed up in the game. The Terps kept it close. They never trailed by seven. We were we were close. We were close the entire game, but we also never had the lead for more than two minutes. We only had the lead for two minutes the entire game, but we never let we never led by more than seven. So we kept it close. We were able to kind of sniffle our way around. We were able to keep things close, but at the end of the day, I mean. Illinois is a better team. I don't think that's a secret to anybody. Their roster is much better. People would probably say they're better coached. Just have a better program right now. They have way more depth. They have guys like a guy like Amari Hansberry, a guy that's from St. John's in D.C., who we we offered for sure. Um, I don't think Maryland was ever like in his top, top choice schools. I could be wrong about that. Um, he's a freshman for them. He doesn't even really touch the court, and I think he's a guy that – could potentially be starting right now for us. You could start in our front court right now next to Julian Reese. You could have Amari Hansberry, and you could have Julian Reese, and you could move Dante Scott up to the three. I think that is definitely a possibility right now. And my point is that Amari Hansberry doesn't even 
play for them. So they have guys on their roster that don't even play that I think could potentially start for Maryland. So it's hard. It's hard to beat an Illinois team because they always seem to have an answer against us. Anytime we got on a run, anytime we did something good, anytime we made a shot, made a three, whatever, made a couple buckets in a row, they responded. You got to give them credit for that, that they were able to continuous, continuously do that on the road. I thought maybe there would be a time where Illinois collapsed and we were going to be able to find a way to to be able to get a lead or get something going, maybe take a convincing lead at home. I didn't know, but the Illinois team was able to keep it. They kept on responding. They kept on responding. And you sometimes see that in basketball. And usually that's what the better team does. They usually just keep on responding to the other team's runs. They keep on responding. They keep on responding. They don't take their foot off the gas pedal. And that's exactly what Illinois did, but I'm not mad. Illinois is the better team. Losing a five-point game to the number four or 14 team in the country, I'm not mad about it at all. And maybe some Maryland fans are mad because there's no moral wins in sports. You don't say, oh, but we put in good effort. But at this point in the season, it kind of feels like that to me. I'm not really looking as much about the wins and the losses. And I think the wins are important to get. They're always important to get. But there's more of a meaning behind these wins and losses. You want to see performances from your young players like I talked about. You want to see Jameer Young finish out his career at a high-end level. You want to see some of these guys be in position to maybe make a push to the NBA like a Jameer Young. Or you want to see Dante Scott be able to finish out his career well and maybe be able to have a good a good career overseas. You want to see some of that stuff. It's less important about the wins at this point, and it's more important about the individuals at this point because we could win games, we could win out, and it really won't matter. We won't make it to the tournament. I think it is important to win out, to win games for momentum going into next year, but I also think individual individual performance is so important. So I'm not really mad at the loss. I saw a lot of players play well overall. And this game, which was weird, is we got away from our identity. That's the biggest – that's one of my biggest takeaways from the game. We got away from our our identity, and we were still able to be in the game. That's another reason I'm not mad. You might be asking me, what am I talking about? What's our identity? What am I saying? I'm sure some of you guys know. But we – this was an offensive game. This was just two teams scoring, scoring buckets. There's a shot. There's a shot. There's another shot. It felt like we were playing Big 12 football instead of Big 10 football. And even though this is basketball, it felt like it kind of felt like that type of game. It felt like Big 12 type of football where you can throw the ball all over the place and score a bunch of touchdowns rather than what we've been playing all year is Big 10 football, which is kind of ironic because this is Big Ten basketball. We've been playing Big Ten basketball or Big Ten football. We've been playing good defense all year. We've been playing the field position games, if you can kind of get what I'm saying here. And this game turned into a shootout, which is against Maryland's identity. Maryland, you know, everyone knows this because of how much I feel like I talk about it and just how much it's emphasized. Maryland's the number one defensive team in the Big Ten. So for us to be in a game 80 to 85 in Illinois, not to just be able to pull away easily. I think was a pretty good sign for us of being able to, that we've gotten a lot better offensively, that we've been able to do a lot more offensively over 
these past couple games and specifically this game in particular, we've been able to do more offensively. We're a lot better offensively that we are improving offensively because it's our offense has been very poor this year and our identity has been all about the defense. But at the same time, you could say the defensive performance was kind of disappointing overall to be the number one defensive team in the Big Ten. It's hard to come out every single game and play top end defense. That's not easy to do at all. And I'm not saying I expect Maryland to be able to do that every single game, every single game. You're going to have games like this or a really talented offensive team puts up points. And that's why I'm not mad at the end result because we were able to we were able to adjust and we were able to score as well. And we were able to play that identity that we needed to play that game. And we were able to play that style that we needed to play that game. But at the same time, you wish that Maryland was able to get more stops and that the defensive effort was a little bit better. But I'm also just not upset with the performance overall, being able to adjust to that type of game overall. And the interesting thing about it is we only turned over the ball six times. I can't say like, we turn over the ball 13, 12, 15 times, and it's like, oh, like we can't turn over the ball that much or we're not going to win the game. One of the keys to basketball that a lot of coaches are going to start with is not turning over the ball. That's pretty much every sport you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about that in football. You're going to talk about that in basketball. You're going to talk about that in a lot of different sports, the turnovers. That's such a key part of the game. That can often make the difference in the game. And Maryland didn't turn over the ball that much. We turned over the ball six times. That's another reason why I'm not particularly upset with the Terp performance overall. When you turn over the ball six times, you put your spot normally in a good spot to win the game. We just lost to a better Illinois team. Illinois ended up turning the ball over um, 11 times, or Illinois had nine turnovers, excuse me. So, we won the turnover battle overall by three, which isn't a crazy margin. Nine turnovers for Illinois isn't bad at all either way. But I thought it was a solid – I just thought it was a good effort from Maryland overall. I thought players played pretty well. Illinois also didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but Maryland also didn't shoot the ball particularly well. So I'm not disappointed in the effort. Maybe defensively, I want it to be a little bit better. Maybe I expect a little bit more defensively just because of what we have seen this year. But every game, we're not going to hold somebody under 70 points. That's not realistic, especially with the high-powered Illinois offense, one of the best offenses in the Big Ten for sure, one of the most talented teams in the Big Ten. Maybe from top to bottom, I don't know if this is like a – if this is a hot take, but maybe from top to bottom, they might be the best. I don't think that's a super hot take. You could say Purdue. I uh, really think – I don't know who else you would say besides Purdue and Illinois. I mean, Wisconsin for second was ranked like sixth in the country, but they've dropped off since. But back to this point, I'm not disappointed with Maryland's play. I thought we did some really good things. There's definitely stuff to still improve on, but I thought we showed a lot of good things. And I'm not mad at all at the loss to a team that is, quite frankly, just better than us. What was the biggest difference in the game from our first matchup to the second matchup? There was one reason why I think the game was complete or the game was a little bit different in the result in terms of a Maryland loss versus an Illinois win. I will tell you about that after this ad from LinkedIn. These days, new potential hires can feel like high-stakes wagers for your small business. You want to be 
100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and also for free. A lot of people need jobs right now. There's always people that need jobs. And if you want to find someone amazing for your company, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The biggest difference in the game between the first matchup and the matchup on Saturday was Terrence Shannon. He was the biggest difference in these two games that Maryland and Illinois have played. The When we beat Illinois 76-67, to 67, our best win of the season, on the road against 10th-ranked Illinois, if you look at the statistics behind the game – and if you look at the game flow, I didn't think it was much different from this game. I thought there was a lot of very similar things about our first matchup, our first huge win against Illinois, when Maryland had a, a little bit of a bright spot in the program and things have gone kind of dark since then. But I thought there was a lot of similarities. I thought the game flow was pretty similar to the first game, but Terrence Shannon, I thought, made the difference in this last matchup. If you go through the stats, I'm telling you, there is a lot of really similar things about the two games. Besides, okay, there was more points scored. That's one thing for sure. That's That was probably the one of the biggest differences in those two games. But shooting percentage, very similar. Between the first matchup and the second matchup, both teams shot in about the, mid, the mid-ish 20% in both games from the three-point line which is interesting. From the field, Maryland shot about the same percentage in the mid-40s. It was a very similar day shooting the ball. About the same three-point shooting from both teams and about the same field goal percentage from Maryland, which is interesting. The turnovers, maybe the most interesting part about it, was the turnovers were almost identical. Maryland turnovers the ball six times on Saturday, and in the first matchup, they turn over the ball seven times. I don't know if Illinois isn't the best at creating turnovers. I don't know their statistics overall for their entire year at creating turnovers and all that. I'd be That'd be something I'd be interested to see if Illinois is just not a great team at forcing turnovers and forcing teams into habit because that would kind of make sense. That would kind of check out with how Maryland has played with them, but I'm not sure about that overall. But only a one turnover difference between the games. Both really good numbers for Maryland, but Illinois also turned over the ball nine times in on Saturday. And then in or in the first matchup, Illinois turned over the ball nine times. And in the second matchup, they turn over the ball 11 times. So there's only a two turnover difference there. It was a lot of the same stats if you look at it between the first and second games. There's probably even more if you really dig into it. It's a very similar type of game. There's more points scored. That was about it. And if you look at the individual performances from Maryland, very similar to the first game. Jameer Young went off in both games. We got to praise Jameer Young. In the first game, he went for 28 points and 8 assists. 
Guess how many points he had in the second game? He had 28 points in the second game as well. So he had the same amount of points in the two matchups, and he also had six assists. So a very similar performance from Jameer Young. Quick, I want to talk about Jameer Young's performance. Another great performance from Jameer Young. Really kept us in the game. I really think what he's doing is pretty unbelievable. If he doesn't, if he's not first team All Big Ten, it's a snub. There's no way he's not first team All Big Ten. He's legit playing like maybe the best player in the conference. I kind of haven't been keeping up with Zach Eady and Purdue as much as I was before, so I don't know exactly how well Zach Eady has played down the stretch. But I know Jameer Young has played really well. I know Purdue lost last night to Ohio State, so I would assume maybe Zach Eady didn't go crazy. Maybe he did. I don't know. But Big Ten Player of the Year, I don't think he will win it just because we're not a very good team. And I think Zach Eady exists and all that type of stuff. But I do really like what Jameer Young has done, obviously. And I think there's no way that he is not first team all Big Ten. But 28 points in both games for Jameer Young. And then Julian Reese also had like a pretty similar stat line. In the first matchup, he had 20 points and 9 rebounds. And in the second matchup, he had 18 points and 10 rebounds. There was a lot of the same stuff. And you can keep on going. There is even more stuff. If I had all day, I would keep saying it. The game was pretty similar. More points scored. But the biggest difference in this game was that Illinois had Terrence Shannon, which I had said before. Terrence Shannon had 27 points. He shot 14 of 16 from the free throw line and also had four blocks. Four blocks for a guard is pretty out of this world. It's pretty impressive. 27 points for Terrence Shannon. That was the biggest difference in the game. His ability to score, his ability to get to the free throw line, his explosive ability to do all these different things was the difference in the game. When we played them the first matchup, he wasn't there, obviously, because of his whole situation that I'm not really going to get into. But they had to rely on Domesack, who's a really good player overall. Domesack is a good player. He's a very solid player. He's a really good second option. He had 19 points last night. But he is much better as a two than he is as a one. And Domesack, when he played us, had 26 points. But Terrence Shannon brings a different gear that Domesack doesn't have in terms of just an explosive ability, ability to get to the free throw line overall. And when you move Domesack to the number two and you have Terrence Shannon as the number one, it creates a lot of problems for the Maryland team. And I think that was the biggest difference in the game. It is really tough to beat that Illinois team with Terrence Shannon at the one and dome sack at the two. It's really hard. I thought Terrence Shannon's 27 points were the difference in the game because before, Jameer Young was clearly the best player on the court. And I still do think you'd probably give the edge to Jameer Young right now. I think you would. Terrence Shannon's been going off, but so has Jameer Young. I think you would give the edge to Jameer Young. But it was like, uh, you could probably go either way with it. So Jameer Young was no longer clearly the best player on the court. You could say that Illinois had the best player on the court, maybe. And then when you move Domesack to the two, it is really hard to beat him as a number two scoring option. And you move everyone down the um, the order. The order everyone moves down the order of scoring in terms of what they need to do. It makes it a lot harder to beat that team. They look a lot deeper. I don't know if they win that game without him. Without him drawing 16 free throws and going 14 to 16 from the free throw line, I don't know if they win the game. 
I, I, I'll say it. I think Maryland wins a game if Terrence Shannon doesn't play again. The Illinois team without him, I think he's, they're a borderline top 25 team. They probably – you. I mean, they played pretty well without him in, in the spots that he wasn't there. So I would probably say they're a borderline top 25 team about. I think that seems right. And with him, I think they can win the entire thing, to be honest. They can win the Big Ten tournament. They can win in March. They can do a lot of big things with Terrence Shannon. I thought he was the biggest difference in this game. Let's talk about Illinois' basketball team. Or we've been talking about Illinois basketball all day. But let's talk about Illinois basketball, how they had no class. It's kind of embarrassing. I'll tell you about that after this ad from FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus with bets with any winning $5 bet. That seems like something you got to take. With any winning $5 bet on FanDuel, you get $150 in bonus bets. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live things, game parlays, exclusive props, and more. If you want to bet Curry over in threes, or if you want to bet on the Washington Wizards if you're a DMV sports fan to win, or if you want to bet on Giannis Adentacupo to score over 20s. You can do all that type of stuff on FanDuel. Quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Illinois basketball showed no class after winning against us, and it was kind of embarrassing, in my opinion. After they beat us, Colby Hawkins... Their forward, really good player. Don't get me wrong. He's versatile. I think he has a career in the NBA because of all the different things he can do. I think he's a really good player for them. He, His size and the way he can move for his size, it's pretty freakish. He can do some things that you aren't really, I feel like, supposed to do with how big he is overall. But what he did after the game was just kind of low. There was, they were on the plane and – Basically, he was shown with like a Maryland, a Maryland shirt on, and like mocking the Maryland team. Like he had a Maryland, one of the Maryland shirts on. I don't know like how he gets that. I don't know why he would have that. But he had a Maryland like tarp shirt on on the plane, and it was kind of a weird situation. Like I said, he's a really good player. He played almost every minute for them. Played thirty-seven minutes, had fourteen points, and he's a really good player. But wearing a sh- Sure, on the plane, and then one of their teammates posting a video about it on I don't know exactly the platform, but it was it was all over my Twitter feed and it was on Instagram and stuff. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird to me, and a lot. Of, and this kind of stuff does make sports interesting. I'm not gonna lie, like I, you secretly like this stuff is kind of like funny when it happens. Like it it provides entertainment. It provides something for me to talk about and. I'm not going to lie, like, it just brings more energy to the sport and that kind of having that type of pettiness and doing those type of things that happens in sports all the time. I'm not acting like stuff doesn't happen, but it, it shows no class at the end of the day. As an athlete, you're supposed to show class. You're supposed to show class after beating someone. You're supposed to respect that that other team fought too. And I don't know what we did. Like, I don't know why he doesn't like us. I don't know how. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why the Illinois team doesn't like us as he Seems like uh, I don't know if I missed something. I don't know if I'm not remembering something straight. I don't know, but the Illinois team seems not to like us 
overall. I feel like even their coach doesn't like us really. But I don't – that doesn't feel like an excuse for him to be, like, posting with a Maryland shirt on the plane. I do think it's a little bit funny. I'd be lying if I didn't. But I also think it shows absolutely no class at all. It's not like you just beat Purdue. It's not like you just won the national championship. You just beat Maryland. We are bad. We're one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. We're not a good team this year. I don't see the flex in beating us. I know we beat them in the first matchup. Maybe that's what it was. But it seemed weird to me that they kind of did this thing after beating us, who are 6-9 in the Big Ten. I feel like they would have bigger fish to worry about this year. But don't get me wrong. The Illinois team is a really good team, and I really do think that team can do damage. Jim Marshall, I think they can win it all with how Terrence Shannon's playing and all that type of stuff. But I'm not, I'm not cheering for them to win. I will say that right now. I am not cheering for this Illinois team to win with the unsportsmanlike stuff that they're doing, with all this little stuff they're doing. I'm not cheering. I do not want this Illinois team to win because they're not showing any class, and I don't know what they think they've won. I don't know what they thought they did with beating us. I don't know what they thought. But you would think the Illinois team shows a little bit more class. You would think that their coach gets on them for this. I don't know. Mark of a good coach is they try and mold these players, not most importantly, not into into great basketball players, but into great men. So I'd hope that their Illinois coach said something about this. Maybe they run a little bit for it. Probably not, but I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird that he did it. I didn't really understand it. It's like, where'd you get the shirt from? Why are you worrying about that? Like, it seemed weird. I mean, you beat Maryland. We're, we're a bottom team in the Big Ten. I don't know. Let me know, you guys. You guys let me know your thoughts. But that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.